interracial couples on a quest where fantasy and the real world collide. This is When Crit Happens. I think the way to approach this is just to tell all of you, the listeners, that we are recording this before the, these episodes have launched, have dropped, but obviously you will be listening to them because they will have dropped and that's when you're listening to this too, right? I, what is time? The timeline doesn't make sense. That's how time works. No, time that's is... That's how time works. Yeah, well, that's... Wobbly. Exactly. That's why I wanted to understand, actually, like, what are we, what's, like, the reality we're living in? Like, what just is so going on currently? What is the reality Presently. that we yeah. are living in? Where are we? No, that is an excellent we doing? question, Kylie. <laughs> how did we get here? What is reality? Mm-hmm. What is it? Now, is my reality the same as yours? No, no it could not be. <laughs> According to uh, the great philosopher Foucault. Joshua? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Hot, 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 hot. Ooh, Michael Foucault? Is that, are you talking about Michael Foucault? Oh my God. Oh, I just might be. Uh, no, it's it's a great question. I have Kylie. I have written on my notes here solstice because there was a version of this where we were recording on the day that it was dropping, which will be solstice. The, oh. But oh. today is not solstice. But I kind of want to say happy solstice because sure, great happy solstice, everybody. Happy mother. Time is meaningless. Happy. There is no the, such and, thing and, as time. I'm so happy that our anniversary of our drop date. Our birthday every year will be solstice. Aww, I'm, special. That's I'm super sweet. stoked on that. That's cute. That's cute. Uh, so in honor of this day, I am going to. Wow. Oh, Hot. oh, yo, yo. We have not recorded our episode yet. And our DM Correct. is cracking open an alcoholic beverage. <laughs> episode 10 is going to be a wild one, y'all. Yeah, we're about to record episode 10 just so everybody 10. is. 10. That's where we're at. <laughs> also, oh yeah, you, so you probably haven't listened to any episodes yet. We are in Brooklyn. Uh, you can hear the the helicopter no, flying. You are in Brooklyn. Probably. I am not in Brooklyn. Let's Correct. clarify. Yeah, we are not all in Brooklyn. So we, we yeah, this is great. This is awesome segue. Uh, we live in different places. What? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So we I'm are really the couples of Crit. So good. The couples of crit. That's Aww, super cute. Let's get on a t-shirt. Let's so get on a tank. Cute. Let's get on a headband. I put it in in a. I put it in the Joan. That's that's it's in the, the description. Yeah. Couples yeah. of crit. In, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the teaser, it says meet the couples of crit. Aww, Joshua, your your knack for creating names is phenomenal. Yeah, and it as, truly is. Because uh, also, hint hint, the Patreon is live, but the tiers have not yet been named. So if you want to go in and like come up with clever names for them you're are you talking to me or, or yeah, are you, you talking, talking to our listeners to be like <laughs> listeners you them if too. you yeah. want to be the listeners, first if you want to propose a name you can you can hey, do that first 50 dollars tier member gets to name a tier oh my god <laughs> this is brilliant thank yeah. you see i told you you had a neck i would i would I'm, so not I'm pay shameless? 50 dollars yes. just so i wouldn't have to name a tier i would be like well no i can't pay 50 dollars <laughs> I would pay fifty dollars and name one after myself. That's what I'm saying. I, too. I mean, why not? <laughs> too much pressure. Too much pressure. Uh, the Seymour Butts tier. Come on, Seymour. Wow. Yep. Where are you mm. at? Wow. Y'all, I got this at uh, at Beer Witch, and it is delicious. Uh, yes, yes, I am uh, putting in a plug for a company that does not know we exist. <laughs> yeah, uh, but hopefully it. they will soon. The best, the and best they'll way. say, "Oh wow, they've already been talking about us." 
Yeah, so now we definitely don't have to sponsor them because they already talk about us. (laughs) They already got what they needed from us. (laughs) (laughs) They came, we just gave it away for free. Uh, This this is called the Sky Gazer. No, that's the name Mm. of the brewing company. Sky Gazer Brewing Company. Come on, Torsten. Uh, This is why we don't have a sponsor. I feel like it, it really is delicious. This whole thing so far has been a we tangent into on a tangent. A on a tangent. Mm-hmm. What are we saying? Who are we? What are we doing? What's going on? Hi everyone. Uh, yeah, and no, welcome this is to a the podcast ASMR podcast. <laughs> Pretty sure. I know. Kyle, <laughs> we all want to do different things. Deanna wants to do an ASMR podcast. Torsten I just really, wants really to do. drink and talk about beer. <laughs> What's the and podcast Joshua's trying to make them Joshua? dollars? Oh, yep. <laughs> Joshua knows just that wondering what's Just like going tighten on your belt. Through line. <laughs> Kylie's like, we had a plan. <laughs> but we, the thing is, we didn't have a plan, did we? I didn't see an agenda. I think this oh. all of a sudden this podcast became about what are we podcasting about? That's the whole thing. You started of this it. Episode. Joshua started it way by talking uh, about Foucault. What? Uh, um, anyway, one of the things that uh, I'm realizing. I have realized over the past week or two that we haven't really done is like affirm our values as people and as a crew. Uh, so we're talking about who we are, what we, what our values are. So that's a, okay, that's a deep ass first date question <laughs> that you just springing on us, no, Torstone. Yeah. Um, uh, bet, okay, so I don't know. It's making me think about like why we're doing this yeah. in the first place. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I think we, we've mentioned some of this before, but y'all probably haven't heard that yet. So I'm going to say it now for the first time. And then you'll be like, oh, that's what they were talking about when you get to episode whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so it's like the whole jam of this is that like we we see a lot of value in playing D&D outside of it just being hella fun. Um, we, Deanna and I met playing Dungeons and Dragons. Hey. If that's like goes to uh, just show you how kind of wrapped in it is to like life for, for a lot of us. But uh, D, actually, why don't you tell, you want to tell them like why you slid into my DMs after playing Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> you just want me to tell the cute story again. That's it. Okay, I'll tell it. Um, so there we were. <laughs> living our best lives being free uh yeah uh joshua and i met um and i slid into joshua's dms uh it was a crazy campaign and all this entire family had ended up dying and uh joshua's character which was a nice white lady came over to comfort one of the sons um whose entire family had died and it was the kid hadn't died this, the this kid the had a die. The one survivor. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was really emotional for many reasons. Like people were crying both in game and like their characters were crying, but also like human beings were crying. I was crying because I thought it was very emotional. I was all into it. And Joshua mm-hmm. went over and was comforting this boy. Um, and it was just like the way the character comforted this kid was so incredibly beautiful and wholesome and it just made me feel like if that human can comfort another person in that way it's not even real what a joy they must be to be around in real life and so I then hatched a little plot to get into their dms which went very well and it wasn't at all weird or awkward or somehow a little strange 
it was very smooth and there were no hiccups. It was very smooth. <laughs> and Joshua had no idea yeah. that uh, my friend and I were over in a corner being like, okay, but how do I do this in a way that seems normal and doesn't make me look crazy? And it was a, it was a whole time. Truly, because it was, it was high pandemic. So it was like all of that plotting was happening while we were all on a Zoom together, yeah. I'm mm. sure. Yeah. So, you know, Zoom's got its benefits, y'all. It's got its <laughs> benefits. You can have your wingman truly ride and shotgun the whole time yeah um yeah so outside of just like meeting dope folks who have like similar values are into similar things who let you like show parts of yourself that like some sometimes you don't get to show we also saw saw like a lot of the value in D-E-D as D-E-D. What is D-E-D? We also saw the value of D&D as like an exploration of some of the stuff that is really hard to explore and talk about in real life. But having that just little bit of aesthetic distance that like, I don't know if there are any performers or any people who do any kind of art out there, um, you'll probably be very familiar with this, that it's like a lot of times a lot easier to talk about stuff within an art form with like a little bit of distance from it and then have the things that you learn in those conversations affect um, or or enrich like your day-to-day life outside of that art form, just make you like kind of a fuller human. Uh, And that kind of phenomenon is something we were really interested in and we were trying to figure out how we could set up some guardrails to have that be the thing that we were exploring in a D&D podcast. Totally. Yeah, I mean, I think this touches on some some of the the biggest reasons why we're doing this podcast and and why why it's fuck. There's a, there's another helicopter going on, guys. <laughs> You're just gonna have to deal with it. Um, why it's, it's not an accident that we're doing that that we're playing that we're that we're doing that we have a role playing game that takes place in a fantasy environment. This is so I, I think it's one of the values of fantasy, science fiction, a lot of genre fiction is that it is so diff, distant from our day to day experience that it allows you to explore emotions and um and, and and things that might be a little bit harder to to explore if it was in like a hyper realistic scenario and some people like those scenarios have a whole other host of things that you can explore because they are so similar to everyday life but i think that there's something really unique because it's so archetypal you're dealing with these huge events that are epic and because things are at that epic level you really get to tap into core fundamental emotions and experiences of what it is Mm. to be a human and that provides a ton of fodder for us to talk about important stuff in the world and justice and mm-hmm. everything that we end up covering in our show, particularly in the second the second part of our, our episodes, which, as you'll find out if you haven't figured it out already, we do two-part episodes. So at the beginning, we play D&D, and then the second part of the episode is talking about it. Um, and there's plenty to talk about because D&D is at that epic scale. I think it also just allows for you to explore identities or beliefs that you don't necessarily align with. Totally. And like really get into the weeds a bit about the mindset of a different person, which I think uh, Tor and Joshua, I'm sure you already do to a large extent because you're actors. But for me, who has no, like no acting experience in like 
any sort of real way outside of very few classes when I was a child. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's a very different. We're going to talk about that later. <laughs> it's a very different and unique experience that is, it's just really fun. It's total, and, and I'm glad you bring that up because that's what's that, that's one of the things that attracted me to D&D when I was in acting school. One of my good friends got me into D&D when he was not in acting school. And it was it's so awesome that it's open access. It's like you, nobody has to, you don't have to audition to play D&D. You don't have to like go to acting class in order to ha- get the benefits of playing characters that are similar to you, different than you, whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Kylie, I know that you are newer to the wonderful world of Dungeons and Dragons. Is is actually is this your first campaign? Did you did we did we record your first experience of D and D live, and the listeners are listening to it right after this? <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> um, uh, yeah. As listening to that conversation, I was very aware of like, huh, yeah, I definitely am here for the same reason as my friends on this podcast. I just don't have the wealth of experience to pull from to be like, oh, I want to explore these things because in in a past campaign this happened because I have never been a part of a campaign. Mm-hmm. And so I've played D&D with Tor on like one-off, here's a one-day adventure that you're going on, but that's it. And so this whole experience has been a learning experience for me that our listeners will definitely get a taste for as they start listening because there's a lot that I don't know and there is a lot that goes into D&D. And so um, people will just have to listen as I try to stumble (laughs) along. All right, so there's a couple more questions that uh, that I want to explore, and I think they're kind of along the same lines. One of the things that I think would be great to talk about is what kind of campaign this is going to be. Yeah, for that reason, so that you know. <laughs> okay, tell us. Let's get into it. Well, no, I, I, I'd love to, to, to hear from you. I, I guess one of the things that I want to put forward is about the world. Um, talked a little bit about this on the teaser and on episode zero, so I don't want to repeat myself. But those were all recorded before we started doing episodes. And so I think what I what I can say now about it is that it Rakatima is a world that has a lot of elements that you would find in a classic, like a, a high fantasy world, the kind of a, a Tolkien-esque world. But... Uh, but it doesn't have the clear-cut good and evil of of a of that high fantasy world. Um, I, I and I'd, I'd be curious to know what you all think as the players about that. But uh, to me, one of the band I know of that I've referenced both of these names before. Um, but Miyazaki is one of the the big inspirations for me. In particular, the way that Miyazaki's stories, uh, many of them deal with that morality that everything is kind of gray um you know princess mononoke i don't think any one of those characters in that film could be called pure evil mm-hmm. um, but they have tons of adverse goals and and it creates a ton of conflict and so the conflict in our world comes from things like power struggles and resource shortages and uh, because people forgot about dragons. And I think that 
Because the other thing that I was going to say is I feel like this world has come to really reflect us. And, mm. and this is why I was, I was bringing up the word values earlier. I think that I feel like I don't want to give too much away. I feel like it is a D&D campaign. All of those, like, I'm not going to repeat your description. It's that. And, and it's like, yes, but then add this level of, like, the kind of experiences that we have in the real world, like being misgendered, like mm. talking mm -hmm. about environmental injustice, you know, things like that that maybe people don't think about when they think about a D&D campaign. So mm. the kind of issues that we are all experience, or not we mm -hmm. all, but that people experience in our society today, we, those things also happen in the world that we are playing in. Yeah. I think one of the things that Torsten does really well, uh, and I don't think this is a spoiler at all, but it's like, you know, I always want to want the people, NPCs, people I meet in world in, in the world. I want the people that I like to be the good guys, mm. and like that is not always the case. <laughs> uh, and Torsten does a really good job of baiting us with with um, likable shitbags <laughs> and and detestable, pure-hearted, good souls. Because it's like, yeah, I'm on this person's side, oh. but damn, I don't want to talk to you, bruh. I don't want to talk to you. But like, yes, you're, you're, yes, our goals are aligned. Let's take the <laughs> ring to Mordor. Um, and then you know and then people who I'm like oh you know this dude they're pretty chill they sound like they're cute da -da 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 -da. it's like oh oh you're selling people into <laughs> the black market it's like dang but you still cute though but <laughs> yeah we gonna have to fight uh, and so I, that's one of the most interesting things I've never said this to Torsten before but it's like it's one of the interesting things I think about the campaign is again that like shades of grey um, mm -hmm. and the way that like how like the present personal things are different than the kind of overarching big picture stuff. And, but as a human or as a being in the fantasy world or in the real world, you exist in both of those places at once. Mm. And so those things are kind of always at play. Yeah. Uh, and so I think it's been really interesting to see how that plays out again with that aesthetic distance. Um, through my PC. Totally. I And I would say that I think Torsten is very good about making NPCs that are gray um, and that the world is a little bit like gray, which I love. Um, and then I would add that I think it's so fun because we still get a fight. <laughs> and like, I think it would be so, it would be so, I mean, I, when I do my own campaign that I run, we're not really interested in fighting. Like we use it more for the role mm. play. And everything is a shade of gray and but everything's also about diplomacy it's about different people having different sides um and trying to come together and we don't really do a lot of fighting because it's not really of interest to of the people who are a part of the campaign but i do fucking love a good fight like i love it <laughs> and so it's cool because we still get to like use our our strategy and do like the battle which is fun with D, &D um but while also having the social interaction and, and talking about it, which I really enjoy. Um, yeah. So just to just kind of wrap this bit up, why don't we, why don't we just go around and share a little bit about a little bit more about <laughs> yourself as a, as a person, just like, how would you, what? Well, just so everyone so knows what 
Deanna is like she's tried oh, to God. eat the microphone. So so, so we eat have we have huge That's huge microphone. Everybody go Google Shure <laughs> SM7B and then imagine this tiny little white person wrapping, <laughs> opening, unhinging their jaw to I try to put though. this it microphone. Just, it was unhinged. It was just funny. Unhinged. It was just, I saw it. it I heard it pop. It was funny because like I heard the it. depth on this Zoom. So I looked like I was eating it. So I found it very funny. It's so I was doing it for myself, and then I forgot that you all could see mm-hmm. me, and then I started that laughing to see ASMR. you. <laughs> That's who I am. <laughs> just wait until we get the video podcast. I was going to say, this is why we don't have a video. Oh, <laughs> it's just gosh. funny. Um, sorry. So, I'm sorry. A clean intro towards so what was saying. Yeah, do you want to introduce yourself? Do you want to tell the... Tell the the listeners a little bit about you, and I, we've done various versions of this uh, in the content that will is available now. Um, so I don't know, just anything that you think. It's not a video people, pod. It's not a video pod. They I'm can't not see you dancing. I'm doing moving. It's different. Um, hi everyone. <laughs> I'm Deanna. There's she. Uh, yeah. What to know about me? What to know? Um, I'm a little. Uh, wild uh only in the sense that i move around a lot i have a lot of energy built up inside of my soul um i'm a, from california uh i used to dance when i was younger and i danced all through college and then i well i danced through most of college and then i quit to finish up my degree and to get my master's in international political theory um and now i work full-time in dc uh, but still do dance part-time uh, and have a great great life with my little dog june bug who is currently recovering from space surgery so she's in the other room and all i want to do is go cuddle her and that is amwa also i'm dating that beautiful One beautiful individual over there named joshua david robinson I'm obsessed so cute <laughs> so hot so lovely it's just because i got a fresh it's new true. haircut looks, <laughs> looks fucking awesome <laughs> Sorry, sorry, you can't see it. Subscribe to the Patreon for haircut pics. Oh my, oh my god, so ridiculous! That makes me so That's happy. so ridiculous. It's just like can we please when we all see each other on Thursday, because then my hair will be washed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> that can be one of the pics that we You're, take. You only wash yes. it on Thursdays. That's a thing that Kylie does. She only washes her hair on Thursday. <laughs> only on Thursday. Well, you know, like once or twice yeah. a week. That's something about me. I typically like to do it once a week. I'm in a twice a week pattern. Twice every seven days, but. You know, got to keep that skincare routine. Up. Wow, that is not my life. That's not your life, really. I'm surprised yeah, just I, because you have short hair that you wash your hair more than that. I wash my. I take a shower every other day, and like, or if mm. more, if I sw- like, I'm like going to work out and sweat. But like, because my hair is so short, I just wash it. This is right there. You know what I mean? I just like sort of like. It's right there. Wow. Kylie, that was a perfect segue. You want to it tell was us a, a perfect bit? segue. Oh, okay. Yeah, who are you? Um, I'm Kylie Brinkman. I only shower uh, maybe once or twice a week. Yeah, I'm Kylie. I'm from the Midwest. I'm from Wisconsin originally. I'm half Filipino, half white, which is like my character who mm-hmm. I play is also mixed. So it's like, yep, that's definitely not a coincidence. Mm-hmm. I was living in the Twin Cities when I met my partner, Carson Johnson, who is DMing this podcast. Hey. <laughs> I have worked, um, yeah, and I think one of the like through lines mm. of all of us, even though we do this in different ways, is that we're all artists. 
And so mm-hmm. I have performed typically singing and acting from a pretty young age. I don't do it professionally, unlike Joshua and Torsten. Um, but I've kind of stepped away from that in the last few years and have continued working for the arts and supporting the arts. Yeah, and I'm I'm new at D&D, which I think when it comes to our discussions and playing this game, I do really love that I think we all bring something very different to the table. And I hope my naivete is something. Mm, um, Kylie, Kylie, say you're, you have this beautiful thing that you mm, say about how, how one spends their time and makes their money. Mm, yeah, um, it's probably not gonna be as eloquent as what's written on the website. But I mean, most of my, well, let me tell you about it. <laughs> my first job out of college was the worst. The people were the best. The job was the worst. And I stayed at that job for a year. And after that, I knew that I could not work for corporate America and I could only be doing something that I really loved. So I got into the nonprofit space. I was working for a humanitarian relief organization and also working for theater companies because I was performing at the time. And so most of my time has been spent since that first job out of college working for places that I feel like are bettering the world. And yeah, I just find it important that like you only get this one life. So to spend time at a job that you don't fully enjoy just feels like such a waste of a good portion of your life. So I believe heavily in making sure that you are spending all of your time, be that outside of work and in work, doing something that you feel very passionate. Also, Kylie can sing really well, and I I vote that on Patreon if you pay enough money. Yeah, yeah, Kylie. I don't know. She's worth a million dollars. But maybe pay five, and then she'll sing you a little song. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Five million. Five that, million that dollars. <laughs> yeah. in- <laughs> this podcast endowed by <laughs> Kylie Brinkman's voice. Yeah. Maybe that's part of the $50 tier. Like if you're one of our $50 Patreon mm. members, yeah. then in yes, like there'll be I a little singing that. shout out at I the end of that. one of the episodes with your name in it. Oh my gosh. We're going to have to write yes. music. Okay, here we go. No, it would yes. just be me like vamping. It's like, so thank beautiful. you so much, George, for supporting Don't give it away. Podcast. Don't give it away. Don't give it away. George is you yeah, know, 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 free. George. I see you out there. I'm coming for you. George, you got to pay for that. Okay. <laughs> George is like, George, hey, George come back here. Uh, amazing. Thank you, Kylie. Joshua, you want to? Oh, goodness gracious. Hey, y'all. Joshua David Robinson, he, they. Um, um, what to say about me? Um, as you can tell by the fact that I can't not do a stupid voice sometimes, I am an actor. Um, that's how we actors actor. say the word. Um, don't tell any other <laughs> non-actors that I told you the secret. Um, uh, yeah, most of what I do is acting. Um, I do a lot of voice acting, but I also teach as well. I teach voice and speech in a number of different universities. Um, uh, and as far as making coin, that's that's how I've been able to make coin uh, as of late. But you know, other things that interest me, it's like I just I like. Ugh, I like bringing people together and I like making stuff, you know? Mm. I am mm. recognized that one of my talents as a person is like getting things started, finishing them, not so mm-hmm. much. But if you need <laughs> like, to get like hyped up, to get the ball mo- moving on something that has a lot of moving parts, that has a lot of um, things that need to be accomplished in order to get it going, I'm really good at like being like, actually all you need to do is this thing 
and then you're on your way. And I'm really good also at doing that thing for myself, but then because I'm doing that thing 20,000 different places, uh, a lot of like 18,000 of them don't happen, you know? <laughs> uh, but but also I'm, I'm learning to realize that, that that is, that's just part of the game. That's just part of the mm. game and, and doing, and I, there are a lot of things that we, we still do and boom, you're listening to one of them. Hey. Um, wow. I had no idea what I was gonna say, and I said that. Where you that's from? Me. Ah, that's me. Where are you from? That's good. That's um, and I'm coming. I I hail from Washington D.C., but I spent a lot of time in Miami, Florida, 305. What go Canes? And now I'm um, live in New York. Uh, all right, I'm gonna go now. I'm Torsten. I grew up in Wisconsin, and I was born in California, though. Actually, hey, I didn't know that. Do I want to know? Oh. Do you want to know a crazy story? Yes. yes. I haven't even told you this yet, Kylie. Mm. I was in, I, I, so I work at a climbing gym. Spoiler alert. Spoiler for what? Yeah, spoiler because I was going to tell you. <laughs> I was going to tell you that later in my intro. <laughs> spoiler alert. I was going to let it slide. I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the intro when we're supposed to be learning about you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, for my own life and <sighs> I, I coach there I teach a, a few classes anyway I was leaving the gym one day randomly and two days ago and the, guy, the front desk stopped me and they're like hey uh, what year were you born and I was like what why do you want to know you could just look that up for one like my name is in the system uh, two okay uh, wh- why and they, they said somebody came up to us and said that they knew a couple that had a baby with your name in California in 1989. Stop. No. And I was like, holy shit. I mean, that, that, yes, I was born in 1989 in California. And I was like, who, who was this person? What was their name? And they yeah. were like, oh, we don't know their name. I'm like, you didn't ask them their That's name? That's so on. messed Drop up, the ball bro. Oh. But, uh, and, wow. and so like I've just felt like shocked like this I don't know like yeah you know, like this is this is Obi-Wan Kenobi and I need to meet them because they're gonna give me the the quest that I need to go on or something yep so I like but but they didn't have their name so I didn't know how to find them I was like oh I guess I'll just get on my bike and go home I'm kind of curious how that came about too exactly like, so then I went back I, I like unlocked my bike and I was like wait a minute and I went back up and I'm like how did they hear my name yeah. like what what prompted this line of questioning and uh and then i realized there's posters with my my face and my my name oh. all over because i teach classes there and they're trying mm. to market the classes um but anyway uh yeah born in california and where in california uh, santa cruz oh fun uh yeah so grew up in wisconsin went to high school in michigan went to boarding school and then I met Kylie in Minnesota, where I went to college. I wasn't in college when we met, though. It was years later. But uh, yeah, I'm an actor. Went to acting school and then moved to New York City a few years ago. And this is where we live now. Yep. Uh, I also love rock climbing, which is why I work at a climbing gym. Uh, yeah, that's that's a bit about me. Fun. All right, everybody. Fun. Well, I think Fun. we should wrap up this uh, this little intro there will be more on the patreon 
We're, I've got a, a whole list of icebreakers Ooh. that I will be asking, <laughs> including... Definitely need a beer. What is your inner BBEG persona? So if you what want any of that, head on over to the Big Bad Evil Guy. Big Bad Thank Evil you. Guy. Thank you. Thank oh. you. You knew I was going to ask. Big Bad Evil Guy. Okay. So and like we the will, final boss. Ah. We will talk about that. Uh, in the meantime, I do want to shout out because we all of the initial episodes were recorded before we had everything lined up including like we didn't have our graphics or anything um so i just want to take a moment here and give a big thank you to the other people that have helped us uh namely casey huckstra who did our logo design colin fitzpatrick who did our theme music and one balen wagner who composed and played the cello music that you will find underscoring certain parts of the episodes. So big thank you to them. Yeah. And I feel like just because this is our launch episode, like yeah. we're so excited to be here. It feels crazy. This is not <laughs> something that just like that we whipped up earlier in the yeah. week. This has been in process since 2020. Yeah. Right? Oh, it's been God. two years. Wow. <laughs> and yeah, so right. just being That's here crazy. feels pretty incredible. And now we're here. And now Woo! we're here. And that is how time and works. And so are all of you. Yes. Yeah. Thank you yeah. for all being of you here. Adoring we're thousands. so happy that you're here. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody stop me, please. I can't. I refuse. Right. I can't do it myself. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. We'll, uh, we'll see you over on the Patreon and in our next episodes. Bye. 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 Put on them.